0: This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. My friend Scott Dupree of the Greater Raleigh Sports Alliance, the executive director, would appreciate as much as anybody, maybe more than anybody I know, Uh, that we ran a little long with Mark DeRosa of Major League Baseball Network. (laughs) Scott joins us, big Pirates fan that he is, on the Adam Gold Show because it's time to talk a little bit about, not the Stadium Series game, but why it was always a no-brainer that it would be a success. Scott, you are as responsible for all of these things as anybody I know. Um, There's a reason why the NCAA tournament keeps coming back, why uh ncaa college cups keep coming back the acc does stuff here um what is it about raleigh and events that just is a great marriage
1: well first of all thank you for having me on adam i appreciate it i've i guess i'll say happy valentine's day to you i forgot sure. to say it to victoria so i'll say it to you instead it's all right. quite the same but um anyway thank you for having me on and yeah you've been way too kind because um there are, the, the key reason for our success here in terms of major events is tremendous people and partners. And you know the sports market better than anyone. The partnerships we have here and the, the kind of people and their passion for sports. And they're also, you know, not just nice, but they're really good at what they do. And for this, in this instance, with the stadium series, I mean, the, the Carolina Hurricanes and NC State are just playing, of course, a, an enormous role in making it happen. Right. And, um, and then partners, we put together a local organizing committee for this event and to really sort of roll out the red carpet for everyone coming to town and to make it extra special. And we had the city of Raleigh, Wake County, the Centennial Authority, the Convention and Visitors Bureau, and the state of North Carolina all pitching in to make the local organizing committee a success. And it's that same formula with partnerships and teamwork that help us become so successful over the years with things like the variety of NCAA championships we have and all the NHL events we've hosted.
0: Yeah, it it really goes back to how successful the All-Star Game was. And I know um, we had this 25th anniversary podcast for the Hurricanes, and – uh, one of the episodes was best games in Hurricanes history. And Luke Tocock from the News and Observer, one of his five, was the All-Star game and how well run it was. Uh, so there's that element, too, is that not only can we support it, but we have the ability to pull it off.
1: Right. I think that was a, a great point that you just brought up now and that Luke brought up earlier. <clears throat> Excuse me. The All-Star weekend was really a really a. A landmark moment, a signature moment for the franchise, um, in terms of its position and its and how it's perceived in the NHL and around the country and in Canada. I think it was an enormous stepping stone uh, moment for the the, the Hurricanes and the franchise here. But it was also, like you're saying, Adam, it was such a big event and it was so <clears throat> scrutinized and also so well received. It really helped Raleigh establish itself as a place that can host major national and international events. And sort of uh, an offshoot of that, in my opinion, turned into the um, IBMA World of Bluegrass, which is a massively successful annual event here every fall, as many of your listeners will know. And that's a non-sporting event, but it's Mm -hmm. also a similar massive event that has gone incredibly well here. And going back to All-Star Weekend for a moment, if you remember, and I know you remember this well, going into that game, going into that weekend, there was a whole lot of, you know, the Mayberry mindset. And by the time the game the weekend had come and gone, it was widely considered by NHL and by many of the league officials and team officials the best, most successful all star game in league history and that's what I think really took the hurricanes to another level in terms of how they're perceived as a franchise and it's only it's only you know grown from there
0: yeah and Scott Dupree from the Greater Raleigh Sports Alliance is joining us here. He is the executive director um, the The element of the fan base and uh, the the positioning on this franchise, uh, because since the All Star Game in what twenty eleven I believe right twenty eleven right uh, since the All Star Game, the Hurricanes had not made the playoffs until twenty nineteen, and it took a while, but attendance started to dwindle to the point where when Tom Dundon took over. Attendance was, on average, about 11 or 12,000 a game, and some games there was significantly less than that, even though 11 or 12 was announced. Um, And it took a while to get the attendance back. The NHL was skeptical whether or not the league, whether or not the team could pull this off. Uh, What were your conversations like, if at all, with the NHL about that part? Well, it's interesting you say that um
1: first of all, you're right. we had that eight year i guess you would call i, I like to refer to it as sort of the desert <laughs> between the all star weekend, which was sort of the end of the of the the wave of positive momentum that sort of ended after all star weekend because then the franchise hit a lull and from the time from all star weekend through when Tom Dundon purchased the team that that window was not a good window for the canes right and but I will say this when when Of course, led by Dungeon's leadership, of course, in bringing an outdoor game here. I mean, it was his number one priority pretty much from the day he bought the team, so he was the driving force behind it. But when you got down into the nuts and bolts of it, my perception was, and I still feel this way, coming into this game, the league never had a concern about the game uh, taking place here in terms of operation and logistics and planning and hosting because they had seen two Stanley Cup finals here, they had seen a draft, and they had seen All-Star Weekend, all which went off incredibly well and without a hitch. So I think where the league was very concerned, like you're saying, when Tom started pushing for this in 2018, I think the league had genuine concerns of can the, you know, can the hurricane sell tickets for this? Can they yeah. sell anywhere near 55,000? And I think that was a big hurdle we had to clear. And to, to the credit of Dundon and Don Waddell and the Canes, they convinced the league we could do this. And, and the Canes and the Raleigh business community and myself, we all believed and knew it would sell out pretty much immediately, which is what it did. Yeah. But I don't know that the league was really prepared for the tickets to sell that quickly. And I've since heard from the NHL – maybe not in an official capacity, but unofficially from the league, that this was the fastest sellout they've ever had in an outdoor game. And I don't believe they were really expecting that. And it's been a you know, a, a pleasant surprise from their perspective.
0: I remember talking to you. This goes back a few years now because the Hurricanes were promised this. They had uh, gotten it in 20, 2000, I think 2000, uh, 2020. Uh, the game was in, I believe, Colorado uh, at, I think the Air Force Academy, mm-hmm. uh, it was announced that the hurricanes would get the next one. And then COVID hit and the hurricanes postponed it an additional year to where it is today. Yes, and I, uh, It
1: was it was going to be 2021 here. You're exactly right. And, and we also didn't have it in 2022 because it just wasn't quite, we weren't right. ready for it as a community in terms of COVID. And so it's been backed up two years. That is correct.
0: So when you and I talked, uh, I think I, I interviewed you for a piece I was writing. Uh, this might have even been before 2020, uh, I asked you, do you think we will have any trouble selling fifty five thousand tickets? And you you gave me a one word: no. We will not have. They will sell the game out because you know what this are, what this area is like when it comes to big events.
1: Big events. So
0: right, let me event. ask you one more question. Adam Gold in studio with my friend, Coach Pete, DeRuta Capital Financial Advisory Group. I call you coach, so give me a financial red zone. You know, when you get close to retirement, you're in that financial red zone. And so as we get closer and closer to retirement, it's more and more important that we don't make mistakes with our money. Our money needs to be there for the rest of our lives. Right. We can't fumble it. So let's get your money in a place it should be to give you that lifetime income you can never outlive that does not go away when the stock market goes down. 888-843-0013. Coach Pete DeRuta, you can also take... Next, Adam to 600, 700. The corporate community here in the past, not now, I don't believe, has been a little, occasionally had been soft sometimes on the hurricanes. How has that changed? And is Tom Dundon a big part of that? Or is it still be the team on the ice is so good that everybody's into it?
1: Right. That's a good question, and I will say right up front, I'm not in, that, in the, the details of the world of the hurricanes and corporate sponsorships, but I can say this. All the credit in the world to um, – well, first of all, you know, Adam, winning cures all ills. Yep. If you win, all, generally all the problems go away. And I, what I'll say about, to your question is this. Tom Dundon is hell-bent on winning. <laughs> I mean, he just wants to win. I mean I saw he is laser focused on he wants to win, he wants to win the Stanley Cup, and he doesn't doesn't want to settle for anything less. As a result, with some of the moves he's made since he's been here, namely hiring Rod Brindamore, the Canes have done nothing but win since Tom since Tom Dunham purchased the team and winning has beget winning has beget more winning and which has led to every game being sold out. And I think because of all of those reasons and just in general the word winning, the sponsors, I mean, the corporate community and sponsorship and enthusiasm and anticipation and the excitement in the community, all just sort of a um, a snowball effect. And it affects everything in a positive way, including corporate sponsorships.
0: Scott Dupree, Greater Raleigh Sports Alliance Executive Director, uh, smartest Pirates fan I know. Uh, appreciate um,
1: the pi- Adam the Pirates report tomorrow, and that they will, will begin the road to the 2023 World Championships. So. I'm rooting
0: for you. Hope rooting. Enjoy it. I hope they bring back uh, <laughs> the yellow pinstripes <laughs> and the yellow and black uniforms and the pillbox hat. I hope Me all, all of hope. it comes back. We are family, man. We could do that. I'll sing Sister Sledge <laughs> to you. Thank you so much, Scott. Uh, I'll see you out there on Saturday. I know. We'll see you, Adam. Have a great day. You got it. On average, people spend over a third of their life sleeping, yet most sleep disorders go undiagnosed. I'm Megan Gigling, General Manager of Parkway Sleep Health Centers. Sleep struggles left untreated can lead to health problems and have a serious effect on your quality of life. We've served the triangle for 20 years. Let us help you get the sleep you've been dreaming of. If you're in need of a sleep study, a knowledgeable doctor, CPAP machine, or supplies, Parkway has you covered. For more information or to schedule an appointment, visit parkwaysleep.com. Sound sleep. Sound health.